Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your call center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, and, and hopefully improve the customer experience as well. How's everybody doing? Happy Friday as I record this. It is April 17th. It's actually snowing again here in uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania. We got no snow during the uh, the winter, so it's hanging on uh, hanging on now. So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's staying safe. It's is a it's, again, it's just some some crazy times that we're going through, but we'll try to help each other and kind of get through this stuff together, especially when it comes to you know kind of the new norm for our contact centers and, and customer experience centers and really how we're dealing and, and handling. Uh, all of our calls and, and the needs from our customers. So again, for those of you who do not know me by now, my name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a call center outsourcer um, that is located, as I just kind of said, here in, uh, in in Erie, Pennsylvania. So a couple quick things before I, I get into today. What I want to talk about today too, just to kind of give you a, kind of a heads up is is. I wanted to wait to do this episode until we kind of had everything kind of a little bit more in stone, but I want to give kind of the overall overarching way that we are now managing our at-home agents, right? So not just to kind of pick, you know, maybe one or two things, but to look at the whole deal from the computers that they're using or how they're taking them home, uh, how we're managing, how are supervisors doing QA, how are they monitoring and managing during the day, you know, some security aspects that we're looking at. Some policies that we're we're kind of talking through and and have have some of the reps sign, and just you know kind of the overall way that I think can be helpful for those of you who are new to this, kind of like we were, right, or or are, but really have dug full full on bore here uh, to making sure that we're doing this the right way, and I think that we're trying to innovate a little bit in the space too, because like I said in a, in a couple of podcasts ago, there you know there wasn't a lot of people who were giving you information on really how to do this. It was very generic, but it I'm pretty detail-oriented, so I like to get really deep into the weeds and, and, again, try to give you actionable items, not just theoretical items to take back to your center. So before we get going on that, just a couple quick things. I just need a favor from everyone. I appreciate all the reviews that have been coming in. I'd like to take this a little bit more to social media. I'm just going to ask if any of you have found some value in this and if there's any way you can maybe throw a tweet out or, or throw a post on LinkedIn, just maybe talking uh, talking about the geek a little bit, it's some maybe some of the things that we've done to help you, or you know how how maybe it can be a, 
a recommended podcast for for some of your other call center friends. Just want to keep growing the audience. The audience has been has been crazy. I mean, we're over thirty thousand, almost thirty two thousand downloads of of the entire podcast for about the year and almost a half now that we've been doing it. So really happy with that. But if there's any any help that I could get with that, I, I would really appreciate it if you guys could could do that for me. And then the only other thing, and I talked about this last podcast, and I'm going to do this very quickly, is we do have a another site or another value offering. It's called. Uh, it's, it's the callcentergeekconsulting.com. So callcentergeekconsulting.com. And for any of you guys that are looking to maybe move your call centers, maybe looking to buy a new piece of telephony software or or move into the cloud from your premise-based solution, you know, let, let, let me know. Um, just kind of put your name down on, there's a little form on, the, on that landing page and we can have a conversation, anything. It's totally free for you. Um, I do get paid, you know, if we do refer any type of software, you know, I'm fully transparent with that on the on the back end from the software providers. But I can, I think, guide you into some of the, the different platforms that are out there, um, some of the pitfalls. I can even, you know, I'd like to be part of even your negotiation team when it comes to it. I kind of know the players and know a lot of the games that they play. So, again, take that. If you're looking for any, any help, um, I'm more than happy to do that. And even if you just want to talk about a, a solution that maybe you're moving to, more than more than open to having that that conversation anywhere I can help. All right, so let's talk about today's podcast and, and kind of get into this. So, you know, as everybody's known, you know, everybody's really moved virtual. Everybody that is still operating really is in the cloud right now. Oh, I'm sorry, is in the cloud and is at home. It might not be totally in the cloud. There's some other ways you could do it, but um, most of you guys are at home. So, you know, the first thing I want to talk about is is kind of our take home policy. So, I know a lot of the virtual call centers that are already operating. Some of you are allowing your reps to use the the computers, and you just have you know certain criteria that they have to have certain inter- internet connectivity. You know, for us, all this happened so fast. We actually have given the computers to our agents. Our agents sign a, a pretty lengthy document um, that just basically says that it's only going to be used for work purposes. That they understand that they can only you know use it during work hours. They are the only ones that are allowed to use it making sure that you know when they walk away that the the system is is locked down you know those those types of things and then obviously if they ever leave the company um, just some policies with that you know we actually just hold their check right until the computer comes back and then we kind of release that check I haven't really had any issues with that but just a little thing to to kind of protect ourselves you know from that standpoint so so basically we're still doing training right now here at Expedia so you know we have a, a waiver from the governor um, to stay open as a as a, as a business that can do that. We're dealing with a lot of 211 and, and emergency lines and, and those types of things for coronavirus. So, you know, we're doing some of that training here. And then as soon as, you know, the, the training is done, the, their associates go home. When they go home, um, obviously they have a supervisor. And so supervisor management has taken a brand new, uh, really a, a brand new role and a, and a new way to operate. So we have written so many different policies and procedures and if you're not doing that, you need to, right? You need to come up with a new rule book for how to operate and, and how your, your team should be operating in, in kind of these, these kind of different circumstances. So a couple of things that we do. So every single day before the shift starts, the supervisor of a team will have a, a video chat with the entire team, right? So normally that's between 10 to 16 reps. They'll all get on. We're using Slack, as you guys know. We'll do a video chat with those guys. Um, to kind of set set the tone for the day, any type of QA, issues from yesterday, any type of KPIs that we're looking for, you know, kind of just talk about any changes. After that happens, in the, in the first hour, the supervisor is to have a one-on-one video chat with each rep, 
Um, so, you know, everybody will start taking calls. She'll ask somebody to go on available, do all do that through Slack. And then they'll, they'll just talk individually and give you some individual goals, kind of, again, set the tone for the day. We set a, um, a 15 to 20 minute, um, I guess, guide to make sure that each supervisor is chatting with their team as a whole at least every 15 minutes. Right? So they need to like say things like, hey, having a great day, or hey, service levels look really good. It doesn't have to be long, but it has to be another touch point. Right? We're finding that multiple touch points are more important than just you know a couple longer ones. So they need to know that the supervisor's there. They need to know that the supervisor's monitoring. Having said that, QA staff is still doing QA, right? They're still monitoring. They're still giving feedback. For us, that filters through the supervisor who gives the feedback. That's a really important tool now and a really important task to make sure that the supervisor, any type that there is, um, whether now it's, whether it's good, whether it's bad, or whether it's normal, really anything that comes out from QA or if the supervisor's monitoring, that feedback needs to happen because that's another touch point that we get to have you know, really without the rep thinking about it. So monitoring takes a kind of a whole new, uh, a whole new, I guess, level of importance um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to touching the the at home agents and making sure that that we're there. The other thing that we've seen is very important is that you know people can get I don't want to say lost. That's not the right word, but uh, you know they they sometimes don't always stay on task you know as much at home. So we're finding that checklists are a huge huge uh, piece of important uh, policy procedure for us to, to utilize. So each of the supervisors with their team have a have a specific checklist that we've we've created. Everything from their morning meeting um, that they've made sure that they've touched every single associate, that they've done a video with them, that they've done a, a personal IM with them, that they're monitoring a certain amount of, of monitoring uh, reports and scoring every single day. And then, you know, the end of the shift, whether they have some payroll things to do or whatever those type of tasks that every organization has that's kind of unique to your organization, make sure that stuff's in there so that, you know, they can, we make sure that as best we possibly can, we're doing the same things that we were doing in-house, just doing them in kind of a, uh, I guess, a unique way. The other thing is is security. And I, I just did a little video on LinkedIn on this the other day, uh, but for us, before the associates take their computer home, we lock. <clears throat> excuse me, we lock the computer down, right? So no data or anything can be downloaded onto a onto a flash drive or anything like that. Um, we make sure that we have a we use Log Me In, but it's a, a system that we can remote into the computer. So if we ever have to remote in, or maybe I don't know, turn it off or do an update, or if the rep has an issue that they need help with, you know, our help desk can kind of go in. And remote in and, and kind of fix any any type of issue that it comes with that. Um, enterprise virus protection obviously is still very very important. So we have you know virus protection uh, that is on each of these computers as well. And then you talk about some other security things, right? So you know I, I've gone and talked about this a lot, but you, you're if you have at home agents, you're really not PCI compliant unless you're doing some extra things, right? So. When I talk to call centers and like, hey, we have at-home agents, we're totally PCI compliant. And I ask, well, how are you guys taking credit card information? Well, we just, you know, our systems are PCI compliant, our firewalls. and Right? PCI goes way beyond that, right? And it goes beyond, you know, just the, the hardware, but it goes to your policies, the procedures, how each associate and rep is, is acting and, and what are the proper things that they can do. So, you know, some of the things that we have done as well is is we've moved to a basically an IVR system for collecting credit card information. 
So when a customer is on the phone with one of our reps, if we, if we get to a point in a call where, where credit card or ACH information needs to be taken, um, we have an API connectivity to our IVR. They press a button, customer goes to the IVR. A prompt asks them for their credit card information, but the agent never hears it or you know, the whoever's in the room with the agent, which may be even scarier, right? Because they're at home now, doesn't hear it. And then they come back to the uh, to the agent, the, the customer comes back, only the last four digits of the credit card are on the screen or on, in the CRM that they're using so that they can verify the last four digits and then we can kind of move on from there. So you need to think through security a little bit more than you probably would if you were in a brick and mortar and you're, you're controlling cell phones and you're controlling all those types of of details, which you really can't control at home. You can tell them not to have their cell phones, but do you really know? You don't. So make sure that you can do everything, I guess, programmatically and leaving less up to the agent from a security standpoint than that you possibly can. I think that's that's really, really important. <clears throat> the other thing that we're seeing is taking a, a vital importance is is our dashboards, right? So your eyes and ears now went from being able to walk up and down a row of call center agents to really looking at telephony dashboard. So seeing what agent states are, what is their occupancy, what percentage of the time are they in, a, in an unavailable state, right? Are they taking themselves out when they go into after call work? Is everybody going available every single time and just hanging out, right? That was a little bit easier to see when you're in the call center because you could see somebody just not working, right? But when you're, when you're working virtual, your dashboards become your lifeline. So make sure that you're getting used to that. Make sure you have them beefed up. Make sure all the details that your supervisors need um, are on those dashboards and that they can manage properly to, to specific KPIs. You might need to change your KPIs as well. We found this. So, you know, before maybe you just, you know, you were looking at quality scores and service level and handle time. Well, you might need to add some productivity things in there now, right? And some of those things include occupancy and, like I said, your um, your unavailable time after call work. You know, those type of metrics now, you know, when somebody's at home and maybe they're not being watched as much, become more important. So take a look at your KPIs. Take a look at, at what you're telling your supervisors to look at and manage to. And you might want to look at adding some of those those efficiency type metrics in there as, as well. The other thing is employee engagement, right? How are you guys having fun? <clears throat> Excuse me. How are you guys having fun when they're at home? You know, there's a lot of different games and things that we're doing with Slack that you can kind of get into. I just posted a couple of them on LinkedIn. I won't go into them again for, for those of you guys have seen them. But if you're interested, go take a peek at them on, on LinkedIn. You know, things like using paper, rock, scissors and, um, you know, having some tournaments with that. And you can still do some things with cards, with sales and like uh, playing cards. And, um, you know, if the, <laughs> the supervisors, I guess, kind of trustworthy. So there's some, some ideas that we have on there. We're still kind of feeding that out. It's weird. You know, we had a game going on every single day in our brick and mortar. And we're still trying to do that, but it's been a little bit more difficult, you know, with with the at home deal. I think this is it's really important now, you know, with the gamification and some of those those different tools that are out there, you know, are really going to start to to kind of blow up too. You know, we've uh, we're on in contact, and we've we've been thinking about going with to, with InView for a really long time. InView is kind of their their re, advanced reporting and gamification platform. Um, took a demo with it today; it was really cool. Um, so, you know, thinking about doing some of that from, from advanced quality monitoring, um, using speech analytics more, and then, you know, really looking at some gamification and things that you can do with, with reps.
Speaking of analytics, you know, that goes hand in hand now with your monitoring. I think speech analytics takes on a whole different role and a, and a whole new importance um, as well to make sure that you're doing everything you possibly can to keep your quality standards up, you know, while while you're not being able to, to, to go and sit next to somebody and kind of talk to them through it. Um, the other thing we're seeing is our monitoring tools are becoming, I guess, more useful. So with our platform, you know, we can listen to an agent in, in the customer. So we're just, you know, plain old monitoring. We, we, we can do that, what we, I call the voice of God, right? It's basically when you just come into the headset and you talk to the agent while they're on the, talking to the customer, the customer doesn't hear you to kind of guide them. And then third, we can barge in. So we've been doing that a little bit more of, of having the, the supervisors kind of talk to the reps that way too when they're, when they're directly on the call, much more than we've done here when we've been, when we've been on site. So, I don't know. I hope that's that's a little bit of help for you guys. Those are some of the things that we're doing that are, have been different than, than what we've done in our brick and mortar. Um, it's been a, a a change, but I think it's a pretty cool change. You know, the other thing I will say is <clears throat> when we come back, you know, I, I will still probably always keep now, depending on the program, anything that is financial services, credit cards, um, any type of financial administration some credit unions and banks that we that we work for they're going to come back on premise and in our brick and mortar there's just more security here uh, i think it's important you know that that would never be for me an at home type program but we have a lot of other just just general customer support without credit card information giving more information um, you know those type of programs that i think can be so you know, we're right now working through setting up kind of a mission control uh you know, kind of area where we're going to have a bunch of, of flat screen TVs and the supervisors monitoring the at-home agents, I think will still work here from Expedia, uh, but we'll have a real specific kind of really cool area that they, they have all the tools in front of them to be able to manage, you know, from from, from the technology side. And and keeping all that together, I think, is still important for from a camaraderie standpoint. So so that's, that's again, that's what I got for you guys this week. That's kind of how we've we've managed our new norm. Um, I think the the most important thing to, is the the supervisors and, and how they're managing their teams. Middle management takes on a whole different role now. Um, it's a much more important role. So if you need to you know beef up your middle management, you know I think you're seeing that too. If you're struggling, that's probably one of the the reasons is that you have weak management or weak supervisors. Um, so make sure that you know you fix that, especially when when we are allowed to come back. You know, even if they spend a little bit of time, if you want to keep them at home, but spend a little bit of time in the home office and, and kind of go through some training with them to get them to where you need. But make sure before you do that, your policies and procedures are set. Everybody should be writing those things out. Make sure you, you have them done. So that's uh, that's what I got for you guys for this week. Again, just to kind of recap uh, the, the couple things I said at the beginning, if there's any possible way you guys can shoot out some some social media um, just maybe, I don't want to say a thank you, but anything that's been really positive or, or cool about the podcast that you'd like so that we can maybe get some other people to start to, to listen as well. I appreciate it. I will always take a, take any reviews that you guys want to give. Uh, appreciate that too. And, and for any of you guys that are looking, um, you know, when this, when the dust settles here to, to say, Hey, we did not have the right call center or telephony platform and, and maybe want some help all the way through kind of a cradle to grave deal. So I can, I can, you know, have one conversation and kind of talk with you. Or if you want me to be a kind of a consultant for you, it's totally free to you. 
to, to work with you, get the proper platform. I'll be there through the negotiating phase and kind of help you with that. And I can even help you with a, with an implementation and, and kind of we can talk some of those things through as well. So again, that's a, that's callcentergeekconsulting.com if, if any of you are interested in that. So stay safe, guys. Uh, love hearing from you guys. Check me out on LinkedIn. Say hi on LinkedIn. And I will talk to you guys next week.